Round of applause for the moon, please. It's had such a great start at 2020. We've already had a lunar eclipse, right? We've already had a full moon. A full moon which goes by lots of different names. Some people call it full wolf moon. Some call it the full cold moon. Others call it the full old moon. And if you wear a wax jacket and smoke a pipe, you call it the great spirit moon. And you know what? I'm I'm, I'm glad the moon did this. I'm glad the moon started to strong because it can send out a signal to the planets. You know, it can send out a signal to the big boys and let them know, look, I mean business and maybe the planets will get together and they'll, put, they'll do something special for us before the end of the year. So, well done, Moon. Round of applause for you. I know you can't hear it because you exist in a vacuum. And like we all know, a vacuum is an incredibly tidy part of space. So tidy, in fact, uh, there's no way to put sound. So, yeah, this is um, uh, Megabus the Ritz. Episode 3, I'm your friendly bus driver, Jimmy Watkins. Um, we're on our weekly nighttime commute to a better version of ourselves. And this episode, if it was a booby trap on Home Alone, it would be the red-hot doorknob. I guess in parts it's physically impossible, but you might want to warn your neighbours just in case. Okay, let's get this show on the road. So let's talk about my running this week. It was, it was a great week. Much better than the week before, which I guess is that's what they call progress. I did 50 kilometres in total. Uh, I like to measure my running in kilometres because you get you get your money's worth. There's, you know, you can do a run and you get many more kilometres than you would miles. So you get your money's worth. Uh, I did. I had Monday off. I like taking a Monday off because I like to not exist for as long as possible on a Monday. Uh, and by not exist, I mean sleeping. Tuesday, I did a nice morning run, nice and chilled. Wednesday, I did a nice chilled morning run and then Thursday I did five times three minute reps I went out to do it I kind of wasn't feeling it because I did it after work and one of the reasons I don't like running after work is that you kind of you run in and you're you're carrying everything you felt throughout the day with you so your day kind of influences your run a bit um in the morning it's, it's the opposite you feel like um, you kind of I in first thing in the morning my, my my head is relatively empty so I'm out running you watch the sunrise you watch people go to work and you feel like you're part of something you know you feel like the day is coming into you and filling you up but when it's the other way around so when I run after work I feel like I've already got the day inside me you know I feel I feel in full of of everything that's happened that day and, and it influences how I run so I was out running I wasn't really feeling it but then I saw uh, one of the uh, young runners in Clarity called Callum he joined in with me and we did five times three minute reps amazing felt really good running um, but the thing I want to talk about the most well not the most just two things I want to talk about from this week uh, and one of them is that on Saturday I did a session on a treadmill right now I've run on a treadmill before but I've never really done a session on there I Yes, I don't know. I don't understand why I feel like this, but I feel like running on a treadmill isn't really running. To me, it's like wearing an eye patch uh, and doing shoplifting and then, you know, being being caught shoplifting with an eye patch on and, and telling the police to calm down because you're a pirate, right? I don't know where this comes from, but I just feel like running on a treadmill isn't really running. But let me tell you, all that has changed from from Saturday. All that has changed. I did a ten kilometer progression, so I did the first five k in twenty two minutes, and then I ran the second five k in about eighteen. Just cranked up the pace every like just whenever I felt like yeah, I just cranked up the pace. And one thing I really noticed about running on a treadmill is that 
you really get to know where you're weak and strong. So, you, you know, you're not worrying about hurdling dogs or saying hello to strangers or crossing roads. You are just going in a straight line and you really get a feel for what, what's working, basically. What's working for you and what isn't working? What needs work? So I was on there for a good 40 minutes running and I was just making all these little mental notes like, oh, right, okay, I feel, I feel like I need to get a, a bit more strength in my glutes, a bit more strength in my hammies. Which is which is nicknamed for hamstrings, and then I jumped off a treadmill and I did weights immediately. So it was kind of like taking the, a car to the garage, like and I'm telling you what what needs to improve, and then just just going straight to repairs and fixing it. So that's something I'm going to do once a week. Uh, it was it was weird. I just decided to do it because the weather was so bad, and I'm just so thankful I did. Uh, and then another thing happened, right? I want to talk about this thing, right? I want, in fact, this is. This has influenced the title of the podcast. Um, I, I went for a run and I just saw the most beautiful thing. Is, is one of those things that you see it is and you know it's not conventional beauty. It's not like a sunrise or a sunset, but it's just something I saw and it totally transformed my mood. I went, I was feeling exactly how you imagine six o'clock on a Tuesday morning. I was just feeling dark and, you know, wet and cold. And as I was coming down Old old Castle Street in Clenetley, I turned the corner and I saw a room full of postmen laughing, right? They were crammed in this little office under the fluorescent lights, the red hats, bouncing up and down like peddlers on a lake they 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 are satchels were just swaying with all the laughter and it was one of those things that just instantly cheered me up and as I carried on running because I I also I think of the the weirder darker side of things as well and as I was running away I kept thinking to myself what were those postmen laughing at room full of postmen laughing what exactly is it you are doing? Are you kicking a milkman lying helpless on the ground or filling envelopes with moths and moonlight you have found? Are you doing postman jokes like a house smelt so nice she had a Christian doorbell? Are you reminiscing about your first dog bite and how the owner reacted when he saw you outside on your knees on the lawn with a dog's neck in your jaw? He started it, I swear, he called me a bone. Oh, room full of postman laughing. I hope you're okay. I hope it's not a gas leak that's causing you to laugh this way. Just to be sure, I'll open the window a crack. If I hear your bodies hit the floor, I promise I'll be back. That was a bit dark, wasn't it? I mentioned earlier about how the moon has different names for different times of the year. Can you imagine it was like that for people? Picture the scene, you walk into a cafe, you order yourself a flat white. The person behind the counter says, can I take your name? Because they like writing your name on cups. And you say, well, it depends on how long this coffee's gonna take. And they say, sorry, I don't understand. What do you mean? What do you mean it depends on how long this coffee's gonna take? Well, right now, I'm full wolf Jimmy. But in half an hour, I'll be great spirit, Jimmy. They look at you blankly. The milk starts frothing everywhere, burning yourself and customers around you. They just say, shall I just call you Jimmy? Aye, yeah, why not, Jimmy? It's fine. We're at that part of the episode now where we jump in our time machines and go back to 2019 and talk about what I did this time last year. You know, my year of transformation when I went from an overweight, bald, 
man who looked like a thumb in every family photo into a decent runner, you know, someone who ran a 34-minute 10K and a couple of 17-minute 5Ks. So um, this time last year, I made a decision, and this decision, I have no doubt that it was this decision that um, gave me the kind of focus and drive to run for the rest of the year. And it was really simple. I decided to start running first thing in the morning. Um, it was something I never had to do. You know, when I was a full-time athlete, I didn't have to start. I could just, I could just go out for a run at 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. But, you know, now working full-time and with the family, it was either run first thing in the morning or run after work. I thought, you know, I'm going to do it first thing in the morning. So that's what I started doing. Um, I decided to get out the door at six o'clock. Um, when I decided to do it, it was really daunting. Um, so I, this is what I do, right? I, I do these little mind tricks. So rather than seeing the run to start in the moment I got outside, I saw the run to start in the moment I put my kit on. So I brought my kit as close to the bed as possible. I lay it out on the floor so the alarm would go off. I'd see, I'd see all my running kit on the floor and i think, there we are. It looks like I'm already out of bed. I'd get dressed in the dark. And for me, that was the moment the run started. There was no way I would get dressed and then go back into bed. So, you know, think, do something like that. Do, do what works for you. I mean, maybe if you have a coffee before you run, maybe see your, your run is starting the moment you put the kettle on. Just, it's, I know, I know, right? We, we're all really similar. If you're in bed and you're all cosy, you really don't like the thought of going out there in the wind and, and rain and running. So just... Take take your mind from outside and just think right that this run starts earlier, um, and that, that's what I did. And in in week one, it had its biggest test. Week one, we had a gig in Cardiff, and I got like disgustingly drunk. It was horrific. Um, I couldn't stand up. I couldn't talk. I let alone play guitar and sing. So the boys made a decision to cut the set early. I can't remember it, but we cut the set early. I went home. I tried to sleep it off and I still got up first thing in the morning to run. And that, you know, that was after one week of early morning running. And what, what the real benefits of that is if you, you know, pick a time of the day where you want to run and stick to it, you will, it will turn into a habit before you know it. And that is what will see you through the rest of the year. So, you know, let's, let's not make this a fad. Let's, let's not run for a couple of weeks and then, and then decide it's too hard and go off it. Let's, let's commit to it now. Okay. By, by turning into a habit. So find what day works, what, what time of day works for you when you're at your best. And that is when we start running and, you know, forget all this new year, new me nonsense. Let's just see this all the way through to December where you can really feel the benefits and feel that you've you know you've improved yourself so that's my tip to you let's form a habit a room full of postmen laughing oh i think i've got it now you're laughing at foo fighters lyrics written by dave Grohl. you're imagining the creative process at play for lines such as i'm a one-way motorway you're picturing Dave asleep on a bus and then suddenly waking up causing a fuss. Hey, driver, what is that outside? I've never seen nothing like it. It's blowing my mind. It's a motorway, Dave. Three roads in one. A slow one, a fast one, and a faster one again. But bus driver, they're all going in the same direction, towards the same destination. Correct again, Dave. It's to prevent disasters, crashes, or bilingual sign confusion. Gee, that's really something. Let me write this down. I feel a song coming, and it's a pretty good one. Do they have these in other countries, and when were they invented? They've been here as long as I remember, Dave. It's just countryside cemented.
Okay, let's ju- let's just pull into the slow lane now as we come towards the end of this week's mega bus to the Ritz. Um, I got a question here from Phil Begnett. Okay, um, I'll read the whole thing because it makes me feel good. And he says, uh, second episode was spot on, mate. You're a natural at this. Well, thank you very much. That's very kind. Um, a question for you. As an obvious lover of running in general, would you ever consider training for and then taking part in an ultramarathon? Right. I read this question, Phil, and the way you say training and then taking part in an ultramarathon, knowing me, right? No, Knowing me, I will run an ultramarathon and then I will decide to start training for it. That's just the kind of person I am. I will do something and then I think... I, I probably I probably should have worked a little bit harder for that. So yeah, ultramarathon running is something that kind of like I know the least about. You know, being brought up with like a track background, you, you know, is is something that is totally alien to me. But I am very lucky in that I've got uh, one of my good friends, Harry Jones. You might know him as Harry Runs. You know, he's ultramarathon runner. He came fifteenth in his first ever UTMB last year. Um, he's one of my good friends. He plays drums with me. I've known him for for a long time, and just watching what he's done and how uh, doing ultramarathon running, how it's changed him. You know, it's it's amazing. It's like it's really it's inspired me, and I, I would love to do it. And you know, kind of it it goes back to the podcast from last week where I talked about I've got this kind of love hate relationship with running fast. You know, when I'm running fast, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of always panicking and I, I'm not really in control. Um, and Harry, like we had a band practice last night, and he said something really similar. How when he was racing on the track, he used to listen to like hardcore punk music and get really pumped up for it. And and now it's just about relaxing. So that's something that you know I've I was you know a track runner since school. Um, you know, I, I know I quit the sport early, but I spent I seem to spend a lot of time focused on running fast and with a kind of aggression. Like running, running on a track for me was like it, it was it was physical. It was physical. It was tough. You know, it, it was it, you run you ran determined. You know, and I kind of as I get older now, I, I'm looking at the other benefits of running. How it's like calmed me down. How it's um, just good for your mental health. So I'm looking at. The other benefits for and I just keep on getting drawn to ultramarathon running. It's definitely something I would love to try. Um, and I won't lie, right? It seems to be where all the sponsorship is and money. And, you know, I love sponsorship. I love free kit and I love free money. So, you know, if anybody can give that to a 70 minute 5K runner, I'll stay doing 5Ks. But until then, I think I'm going to go uh, and, and chase something else. I don't want to come across as greedy. I'm not greedy. I'm just I'm just saying that there's lots of things that are drawing me towards ultramarathon running. So, yeah, I'll give her a go. Right. There you are then. So. I think we'll start wrapping it up there. I just want to give another massive thank you to everybody. I'm going to give you all a bigger round of applause than we gave the moon earlier. I just want to say thank you to everybody for sharing it. Um, I had an email saying that it's like charted um, in the running podcast categories in Australia and this country, which is like blown my mind because I'm just sat here at a table with jogging bottoms on, talking, pretending I'm on a bus. Oh my God, I've ruined the illusion. We're actually on a bus. So I want to give massive thank you. And if you get a chance to rate it, please do. Please share it. It means a lot. It makes it easier for people who we kind of like don't know 
you know what I mean? Like people, total strangers to us, it makes it easier for them to to come across this podcast by accident. And and you know, I at the end of the day, I just want to do something will, that will motivate people to run and, and motivate people to improve themselves. So that is it. That is the end of episode three. Uh, called, I guess I'm going to call it a room full of postmen laughing. Thank you very much. And yeah, just give us a shout, and we'll I'll see you next week for another fun trip on the mega bus to the Ritz. stop you there Dave um all motorways are one way have you ever seen a motorway there isn't one way you've done a lot of traveling as well I'm I'm surprised give me a d give me a d let me sing while I'm driving this bus let me d d d (laughs) we've (laughs) we've got remarkably similar singing voices me and you Dave here we go I am a regular motorway I'm your friendly bus driver on the mega bus to the Ritz. See? See? Oh, we always have such a good time together. How's your running going, by the way? <laughs>